can can really be seen by uh, mostly one that says they know who God is, that they love God even, and they even do the things of God. They can serve, they can do, and I'm not saying everyone that, that says that or does that is a religious person, but the key here in being a religious person is someone that has engaged God, says they know God, say that, says they love God, is in the Word of God, and serves for God, but you know what? They have no relationship with Him. And that's tough. And you might think, how is that possible? How, how would it be possible? Um, I, I think about Samuel. You know, Samuel was a, a young man, actually a baby that was left at the temple. He grew up in church. And then the next thing you know, if, if you know the story, God's calling his name. And he doesn't, he doesn't know who he is. But he was, a, he was a young man, probably 12 to 14. And, but the Bible says there was a place where Samuel finally heard God and responded to him. And when he did, not only did he know God and serve God and love God, but now he had a relationship with God. And there's there's just this religious, can I say spirit? I think I can in this day and age. It seems to be a religious spirit that wants to, to grab a hold of us guys sometimes. That we really can do all these things of God and, 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 and attend worship and do these things, and yet we're so far from him. And we get caught up in tradition, and we get caught up in, in, in stuff. And I, I'm not saying this to be a downer this morning. I mean, Easter's supposed to be happy, but it's Easter's happy because he is risen. Okay? <laughs> right? It can't be about religion. Religion is bondage, and it breaks my heart. Not growing up in church, not knowing some of the traditional things, um, I, I don't know what that's like. But I know it's real. That's all I know. I've been a pastor like 25 years, and I, I've, I talk with a lot of people that are stuck. A lot of people that have bought in the lie that religion's the way to live life. And that it's okay as long as you're doing God stuff to never have a relationship with God. And yet, you know what? Again, I'm not trying to cut them short. The disciples walked with Jesus, were stuck. You understand what I'm saying? So these are not words. These are not condescending words. They're words to, to, to speak this morning that says, the same Jesus that looked to these disciples and say, why are you so slow to believe? I'm right here. I've talked with you. I've walked with you. I've given you my word. For us, the church today, he has put his spirit into the world and into those who believe. He's here. He's risen. He's alive. There's no denying it. And yet we, get, we can get stuck. Then there's the common person. Don't let that word throw you off. Uh, maybe today you might think of a common person as a seeker. That's kind of a word from the 80s, maybe, 90s. But a common person is that person that really is not hung up in religion because they don't know religion, <laughs> you know? They're just kind of like everyday life people, the ones you meet on the street or the ones you meet at a store or whatever the case may be. They're everyday people. We know a lot of everyday people. There's a lot of everyday people right here. And there's something within that everyday person that's created in the image of God. You know what I mean. You seek for something more than who you are. 
there's something more for your life. There's a purpose that you know is just set before you and it's put within you and you just can't seem to touch it. And then any little thought, a scripture, a nice face, a handshake, someone opens the door and all of a sudden you see a spark. God, a bird, a tree, God, and that common person is eager and desires, I want to hear, I want to hear, I want to hear. Mark speaks of that. When Jesus was talking to the religious people, the Pharisees and Sadducees at the time, and Jesus was telling them, again, here I am right in front of you and you don't know who I am. And next thing you know, in Mark, he says, the Pharisees and Sadducees didn't hear a word Jesus said. They were too hung up in themselves. But the common people, they heard. So there's people that are seeking. That would be me back when I was saved in 1992. Seeking. I wanted to hear anything that God had to say. I didn't know where to find him, so I went to church. Found him. I heard his word from the scriptures, from the Bible. He engaged my heart. And for me that day, I made a choice. By faith, I put my trust in Christ as my Savior. Now back to the disciples. I won't have you raise your hand if you're a disciple. If you're in this room and you're a disciple of Christ, I won't have you raise your hand. I want you to jump up and scream. No, I don't do that. <laughs> that would be fun. But that would be worse than what little scream I just did. I'm, yeah, that's true. Go to verse 28. I said, then they drew near the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone further. That's Jesus. And Jesus was indicating that he was going to continue his walk. But the two disciples said, no, 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 don't go. You know, come with us. Stay with us. It's it's getting late. And so the next thing you know, Jesus does. He goes with them and stays with them. And, and, you know, I I just got to think, well, wait a minute. Why? Here's two disciples. They don't know it's Jesus. And they're walking along. And Jesus is is speaking to them. And he's he's actually through... um, telling them all about who he is through scriptures. It says he expounded to them all the scriptures concerning himself, Jesus. And so they're having this long conversation. I mean, seven miles. So when's the last time you walked seven miles? Takes a little while. It was a long talk. It wasn't just this short little thing going on, right? And so here Jesus is having this long talk. And he's going to keep walking. And the disciples go, no, 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 come, come with us. So he did. They still don't know it's Jesus. They still have no idea. Then verse 30 says, Now it came to pass as he sat at the table with them that he took bread, blessed, and broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were open and they knew him. Why? Because he broke bread? I don't think so. I I guess I don't know entirely, but I don't think so. He took the bread. He broke it. And he passed it. I believe without a doubt they saw where the nails went into his hands. I really do. There's no denying that. 
There was no looking past that. There's going to be a time, whether you're a religious person, you're a common person, or you're a disciple. All three of these people are represented in this room today. All three. And there will be a time when Jesus is going to approach you and me. And he's going to walk with us and speak with us and draw us. Religious people, he'll draw us and say, don't fade. Come to me. Don't just do God things. Have a relationship with God. Don't just do things that are, are, are what you can see in the physical realm, but engage the spiritual realm. For I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You who are religious, put that stuff down. Come to me. Have a personal relationship with me. It's more important than any physical thing you could do. And the common people, Jesus, just as he turns and he says to the common people, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I want you to know that, that I've come that you might live. I was crucified. I paid the penalty for your sin. I was buried. But here I am. I'm alive. And I'm well. Come to that place. It's your decision. Repent and believe. And for the disciple today, Get unstuck. We all get stuck. We all fade. Right? We all forget to put our deodorant on. We do. But by the grace of God and by the love that he can only give, he promises, confess your sin one to another that we might have healing Confess our sin to God. He is faithful and just that he had cleansed us of all unrighteousness. He doesn't want us to be stuck. He doesn't want us to be at a place where we just constantly don't believe God is enough. Or we have things in our life that are stopping us from seeing who he really is. For he is God and he is risen. We can't lose sight of that as a disciple. Listen. This seems strange, just like I started this morning about hearing things when I wasn't a believer, never went to church, you know. This seems strange to most. I understand it seems strange to me. Here it goes. When the Word of God spoke to my heart and said, Tony, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, I knew that to be true, not, not from anything else, but the Word of God, the Spirit of God revealing that truth to me. And then the Bible was spoken to me, a verse that said, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. And in my heart, I knew that was true. And in my heart, I knew I must respond. See, it wasn't me that wanted to respond. It wasn't my flesh. It wasn't the physical thing in me. It was the Spirit of God revealing the Word of God to me. You got to respond. I mean, how do you not respond? I hear Trish calling me at Walmart and Tony, you know, what do I do? Oh, I don't hear her. She wants me to look at something I don't want to look at. Do we do that sometimes with God? 
Come on, be, be honest. Oh, God, I don't think you're talking to me. I don't know what the deal is, but <laughs> you must be talking to Don. I think you want Don to hear the story. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. God says, no, 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 Tony, I, I'm talking to you. You got errors in your life, you're stuck, and you're refusing to move on. And you know that to be true. So I repented and I believed, and Romans 10, 9 says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. And that's exactly what I did. And at that point, the very Spirit of God came and indwells me to this day. He is alive. And that can seem so strange and so foreign, especially if you're, if you're in this room, even to a religious person, thinking the Spirit of God dwells in you. What are you talking about? I, mean, I don't know. You know, don't, don't we just read the Word and do stuff? Isn't that, that's, isn't that enough, you know? And then the common person goes, Spirit of God, are you crazy? Right? You know what I mean? Some, I know a lot of us in this room that, that our believers can remember before Jesus and after Jesus. And you hear the things that Jesus, before you were saved, you went, what in the world are you talking about? But as a disciple of Christ, the Spirit of God dwells in me. And the Spirit of God, as I read his word, reveals to me the revelation he intends for me to get. I hear God's language now. I not only walk with Jesus, I walk with the Spirit of God who intercedes on my behalf. When? Every moment of every second of every day, he dwells within me. And he says, get unstuck. You're stuck. Get unstuck. Well, what do you mean? Just like we're reading today, you know what I mean. You've been reading, I've been telling you, and you haven't been listening. I shut the door in your face, I slammed something on your foot, I hit you with a two-butt more. I didn't mean to spit like that. I guess I'll go back up here. <laughs> this is the spit zone right here. It's I want you to be encouraged. I want us to be encouraged today. This is a family day. This is a day that Christ brings together his family. This is a day that Christ brings together, I, I think, because I believe because all good things come from God. I believe even believer or non-believer, um, this should be a time when we come together and we celebrate what? Relationships and God's love. So may God's love bless you today and your family as you gather together remember he is risen remember that he did pay the penalty for your sin remember that he desires to draw near to you remember that he walks in this earth not jesus is in the flesh but the spirit of god and the word of god is here very well thank you very much and walks beside you and wants to draw you in and wants to whisper in your ear it's okay i got this i am alive i am well you give me the stuff of life you give me what's troubling you and i'm here i am risen Get unstuck. Stop blaming people. You're not the victim. You're not, you're not the victim. Life is too short for that stuff. Well, sure, you're like 110 years old, Pastor Tony. I'm sure you know. No, wait, on the Internet, I'm not that old. 
You know why I say that? Because I believe it. The closer I grow to Christ and his word, and the more I claim his promises, I believe it. Life is too short. It's too short. Live it. Give it to God. Walk with him. Let him walk with you. Whatever stage you're at, and I spoke this morning, it's going to be okay. It's going to be great. And if you're in a time and a season where everything is hunky-dory, and especially if you're a disciple, if I can say one thing to you, you know you've had times that have tested you, and times will probably come where they'll test you again. But if you're in a season of time of praising God and just like, and I mean that, I'm not being silly when I say hunky-dory. I don't, maybe that's a northern thing. I don't know. But all I'm saying is it's your time to shine. Of course, either, either good or bad, shine for Jesus. But I'm just saying it's your time to shine. Share that love. Share that encouragement. Come alongside others and, and pray for them and help them out. Encourage them. Um, our daughter, Heather, and I'm, oh, right here. Sorry, Heather. Come on up. I asked Heather to sing a song this morning. And as she sings this song, I want us to reflect to think. This is similar maybe to the Bible said the two disciples were walking along and in a, in a way what it was saying was they were trying to contemplate what had just happened. They were trying to reason it, to think it out. I want you to think about what does it really mean to say he is risen? What does it really mean to know that God is very much alive and that the Spirit of God desires to dwell within us. And because of Christ, we can repent and believe and be reconciled back to God. What, is, what does that mean? I mean, is it real? Surreal? What does it mean? I want to encourage you, as Heather is singing, you can sing along. Feel free. And also, I want to encourage you, if you would like to, uh, we call it an invitation to come forward for to pray. If you need something to, you would like for me to pray for you about something. If you would like prayer or your 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 heart is quickened about salvation and you're going, Pastor Tony, I, you know, this morning I just know God is 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 putting my heart to be saved. I want to invite you to to come forward during this song. It's a time of reflection. It's a it's a time to praise God. It's a time to think of who He is. It's a time to love life and enjoy it. Amen? Amen. 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 Heather? My, that the greatest King would die for me. I was lost, but he brought me Oh, his love for me. Oh, his love for me. Who the Son? 
Father's house. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Amen. Amen. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You go out this morning, when we go out this morning, you just, you go up to someone and go, yes, I am. They'll say, you are what? And you're going to say, I'm a child of God. I'm telling you. The greatest experiences I have in my life is when I get to share Jesus with one person. Now, don't say it's because you're a pastor. No, 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 no. It's because the Spirit of God in me says share. The Spirit of God in me believes that he's alive and he's well. He is well. And because of that, I am well. I am a child of God. Yes, I am. You, you, you need a way to talk to somebody? You, I guarantee you, if you say, yes, I am, they're going to go, you are what? Just you try it. Let me know how it works out for you. I'm telling you, it'll work. Then you allow the Spirit of God and the Word of God to take over from there. We thank God for the opportunity to walk with you this morning. Just to be together. I scan even now and see faces I've spoken with all week. And reminders every day of God's grace and goodness. It's awesome. Father, we thank you for the love that only you can give. And Lord, as you spoke to us this morning through your word, revealing yourself to those two disciples, it's our prayer, my prayer, Lord Jesus, that you would reveal yourself to us in a fresh and new way. That we would hear your voice and that we'd respond to you by your grace.